Okay. There. I just started it. Oh, Whatever. This is nothing. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. After a long hiatus, this Talk. is the MSG Podcast. And we're talking trash about people. Not too much trash. Always. Like light trash. Light trash. So. Well, how was your week, Trank? <laughs> Normal. Normal. Nothing special. I mean, not really, no. Yours? Yeah, it was pretty normal. <laughs> See, we could go like a month without talking and then come back and still not still have, not have, any have topic. Any, anything to talk about. We were just sitting here before we started the episode talking about how we have zero things to talk about. So we're hoping. I've done, technically speaking, I should have a lot to talk about right now, mm-hmm. but I don't. Right. It's like all I'm sitting in the back of your mind is not coming It's up like I'm front. unfocused. Because I've gone through a lot of different like topics I've been studying, but I can't bring them, bring them to mind. Like, I don't even know if I remember them anymore. So I get that. But yeah, <laughs> this is the worst too. Because it's like you want to talk about, it. you know, you have something. I was I was looking a lot into like uh, Mormonism, but a lot of it has faded away from my mind. So that's an interesting so I like, one. I couldn't really talk about it too well. Yeah, have you looked at all into uh, Doctor Nabil Qureshi? I have not. Oh, I know he's Islam. Mormonism is different. <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's those other religions. They're all the same. Uh, I don't know a whole lot that uh, talk about Mormon Mormonism. Oh, no, I I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I know, I, I remember, what is his name? Joseph Smith's story. Mm-hmm. That's a banger. Yeah. I want to see those, uh, those lost... Tablets, those tablets, dude. Tablets. Show me the tablets. I was listening to somebody talk about that recently. or talk about like those tablets for probably like like 120 pounds total. So in his story, he's running away with it, and people that. kept three people attack him, and he falls to the ground. But yeah, he doesn't let them touch the ground or scratch them up. Like, it's like how would you hold that kind of 20 pound tablets? It's very weird. So I don't know. Yeah, I was I was listening to uh, Alex. This was Alex Johnson talking a little bit about that. He was conversing with some Mormons, and uh, their their whole story is that those golden tablets are like lost elements of Scripture. Yeah, that they're they go co- or side by side with Scripture, and yeah. so they're divinely inspired. But Alex brought up a really good point to them, which they couldn't really counter, which was like, well, when were they lost? Because we have original text of Scripture, like going up to. As early as like eighty or ninety years, AD. Yeah. Um, so it's like, and and before that, it was all spoken word, oral tradition. So it's like something drastic must have happened for those to have been lost in that such a short amount of time and not have some little bit of it be carried yeah. on. Um, and they they couldn't respond to that because that's not how you know Alex is like a master of textual uh, criticism, especially in Old Testament. So, it, yeah, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But they believe it. It was weird. They they very well believe. Even it. the story, oh, they're yeah. like they're saying like he's saying like God messed up or something. Just in his story alone, right? Because he's in his room and then a angel like creature appears to him and blinds him, or like it's hard to see, and he gives him the message like you know you're gonna go and find these tablets at this certain point when you're ready. And he leaves, and it comes back again, and it does it three times and tells him the same thing. I'm like, I wonder what are you doing? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So, 
that's weird. It's I don't. I don't know. That's it. That's not much to talk about. I guess. Dude, we can't make it to episode one hundred. We have nothing. Yeah, we've, we've, <laughs> we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. There's nothing left. We're dead. I guess I could. Hold on, let me pull out my notes. <laughs> I my been notes are thinking about more stuff later. That's right. But that's that's a problem. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I could have topics, but I couldn't really discuss them because they're topics I need to look into. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is this? You know, now speaking about it, this is probably the last episode we'll have before Christmas. Yeah, it probably is. That's in like so Merry a Christmas week. to all and to all a good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's our close. <laughs> yeah, there's no way we'll do an episode beforehand. Yeah. Like this will be the episode before Christmas. So, yeah, yeah that's that's kind of scary. It does not feel like Christmas for all those that are Dude, not in last Texas year, right now. Last year was all like, snowy and such. Yeah, it was but like this year frigid. Yeah, it's a little chilly this morning, but yeah, it's cold up out. Until but... now, it's been like 80s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah, it's weird. And you know, <laughs> we've had years here in Texas where you could you know go out and about. It was like 90 on Christmas Eve. Yeah. But it usually does get cold. It's like every five years it snows for Christmas. Yeah. Or snows in general. It's pretty dang rare over I'm, here. What was it? It was... Dude, Chris, like, January of 2017, I remember that. Yeah, it, smo- it snowed like crazy. Yeah. So, but... Because I remember I had the, that's when I got my job at Jimmy John's. Had to go in for an interview the day, the, the only day, of, day oh, it was no. all snowy and such. It didn't snow the day before and it was gone the day after. Like that day <laughs> I had to go in. So I was oh, sliding terrible. across the roads. I gotta get there. Tokyo Drift style. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but you made it and you got I the made job. It. I made it. I got the job and then I quit three months later. <laughs> Absolutely that worth it. That was so worth it. I got so much free food out of that place, though. Maybe the real Jimmy Jones is the friends we make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any friends anymore from Jimmy Jones. I don't. Well, I, no. There was that one time that we were out and about. Yeah, yeah. And we went there. Yeah, we went because it was me, you, saw a couple people. Yeah, we went to the Walmart. We saw Taylor at work, and then yep. Morgan showed up, and we went with Morgan, and we went and got Chick Fil A, mm. or I got Chick Fil A. And I said, oh, we're by my old Jimmy John's that I used to work by. Like, like let's stop, stop by. by. And then I went in, and y'all sat in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in and talked to the one guy who I knew, but mm. I didn't work with him. Oh, Because okay. everybody else I knew had already quit by that point. <laughs> I was like, I was like that's not surprising that they left. So. Oh, that's no good. It's very interesting. It's no, I, interesting. I, I know, like, one guy. That I mean, not to. If nothing else, was it like a good learning experience, or was it even bad for that? No, I got the kind of learn the basics of like I guess the fast food industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, so were I you mostly delivery for that job, or did oh, you yeah, get yeah. to prepare stuff? Uh, I mean, I did. Um, yeah, I made I made the sandwich. I had to know the menu. I had okay. to know how to make sandwiches. So I was I made sandwiches as well. But yeah, by the end of it, by the like the third month, I was there. Everybody else, other than everybody who was a delivery driver, had quit. Mm-hmm. So it, was, so it was me who I was hired as a delivery driver, or it was the the managers who they could take up. Yeah. Like, they could do any of the roles because they were managers. So it was me and them. Wow. So yeah, I was like, I was like, So I started working a lot more. I was like, I make like eight twenty five an hour, and I get like 
650 when I'm on delivery. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not making money. Yeah, if you're having to pay for your own gas and all that stuff, it's just <sighs> good. It's awful. Yeah, I'm glad oh, you left. That's all right. This, yeah. It's too much. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. Getting to know people. Yeah. I mean, but, if there weren't any other jobs, then that would, that would be There were other jobs. I just took that job. I was like, eh. Yeah. I got to know the fast food stuff or the food in general. I don't know. I think that's important. There's a lot of people out there that think it's beneath them to go into fast food. And I think it's not ideal. Like, if you can do something else, it's yeah. good to strive for it. Unless you're higher up in there, you don't really get good pay. Right. So, But I think, yeah, it is important to see that you know that is a method of getting getting uh, money and paying bills and it's miserable i mean i would do it if i had to yeah i think that would um, help a lot of people be nicer to the fast food workers though cuz like okay i did that for a short period of time i know how terrible it is i'll be nice to them cuz they're probably having a terrible day and not getting uh, paid well no I, I i i understand that that aspect like i remember one night we were working and i worked a lot of like night shifts so we we would close at like ten, but I would work then. I would close it and clean up. There was yeah. one night where we had like I think it was like a Wednesday night, and we had a, a group of us, and there were like four of us there, and I was the only delivery driver. And it was we closed at ten, mm-hmm. so it was like nine fifty. It was like nine fifty. So we started to put our basic things away. You know, one guy went and cleaned the bathroom, so we could kind of get the yeah, get it going. the ending thing. So we weren't there as long, and we were we pretty much put most of the food away because it's like nine fifty nine. And nobody, and we were like, okay, nobody's here. And this guy walks through the door, uh, <laughs> and he basically, he's like, it's not ten o'clock yet. He basically demands that we have to, and so we had to get everything out again. Uh, give him a sandwich. You just wanted one sandwich. I was like, I was, yeah. I was like, this My is, goodness. it's gonna be us. But <laughs> I don't know what else to do. He's surfing on in and on the, on the technicality. <laughs> Killing us, man. That's why you need to be open 24-7. There you go. So you don't have those kind of problems. Yep. So so the night shift can deal with that. <laughs> Mm-mm. People don't understand. Night shift is so fun. Like, I don't I, I don't even think it would matter what you would be doing, but night shift is so good. Oh. I could do it. I could probably do any job in the world night shift. I would probably enjoy that. Because I'm a night person. I'm a night owl. Yeah. But... At the other other end, like everybody else's schedule is daytime. Works so, perfect for me. I like people too much to <laughs> to do that. So. You, I don't know. I wish it was both. Like I wish run a hotel. Like night shift was the norm. Everybody was like up and about at night. I mean, if we if we do like extreme daylight savings, no. Put push it push it back like eight hours instead of one hour, <laughs> yeah, no, or yeah. push it ahead like eight hours, something like that. Like, so you have a completely dark day. And <laughs> I would do that. Dude, you know, this is a little bit of a tangent, but did, have I ever said anything about biphasic sleep? On I don't the think so. No. Okay, this, this was weird. Something I stumbled across lately, and supposedly it's a very historical thing that humans are supposed to have a biphasic sleep schedule. And that sounds very weird. But if you break down the etymology of the word, bi meaning two, and then phasic meaning phase, two two phases of sleep every night. So right now we have a monophasic, so one phase, where you just go to sleep and wake up in the morning and that's it. But apparently for all of history until the uh, candles and light bulbs were more prolific, uh, humans would have two times that they would sleep every night 
So you'd go to bed when the sun went down, and then you'd sleep for maybe four hours, and then you'd wake up, and you'd have an hour to do something, and then you'd go to sleep again. So there's like a lot of ancient literature that talks about like, That's... and when they slept for the second time, or when they did this or that, you know, it made mention of that, and people just mistranslated it because they thought, well, nobody does. What that. would I don't? What would be the use of that? Supposedly, it's just a more natural way of you know sleeping. There's lots and lots of animals that have biphasic sleep cycles, mm. but and apparently humans were those at one time too. Some still are, probably. I would love to try it. I would, but it, I don't think it's very feasible nowadays. Yeah, because you have to go to bed right when the sun goes down for it to actually have enough time to work. Mm. And I don't know. It, I, I want to try it. I'll just say that you could you could go a week and try it. But sun if, goes down by like what six? You sleep till yeah. ten. You wake up for mm-hmm. an hour and do something. Read a book. I don't I, know. It's a lot of people. Uh, Back when they were still doing that, you know, they'd get up and they would pray or read or, you know, mend clothes or do sewing or, yeah. you know, whatever they felt like. But it was it was a far more natural way of doing it. And supposedly it leaves you far more well rested, which I, that's the part I want to experience. Like, give me the rest. Cause that, very yeah. seldom do I wake up feeling well rested after sleeping. Yeah. I mean, it might be like it could like launch you further into sleep the next time you go to sleep like that the first matters. first time you sleep it kind of rests your body enough to get prepared and then you reactivate your body and then you go back to sleep so it kind of shoots way further into sleep i don't know could be like, it might have something to do with rim cycles as well where it's like a very natural like descending into sleep and waking up on the natural upswing of the rim cycle and then going back down that's yeah. What the, what I a, can't explain what it. The, test it out. Yeah. I, I, we'll do a science experiment. But see, that's the thing. Cause, <laughs> because I'm a night owl, I want to capture as much of that nighttime as possible. Like, I feel yeah. like I think better. and I. I'm... That's why you got to wake up early. Because it's still uh, nighttime. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I do like early mornings. I don't like waking up. But I do like the Once feeling you get used morning. to it, it's actually really easy. Yeah. I mean, once but... you, you've gotten into the habit, and your body kind of does it for you. Then yeah, I agree. So, but, but until then, it's <laughs> misery incarnate. Then you just have that alarm clock every morning. <laughs> that accursed beep beep. That's <laughs> all you need. <sighs> oh. Let's see. Oh yeah, I was thinking about this thing the other day. Kind of stumbled across it, and it wasn't biphasic sleep of all things. Um, Interesting. I was walking along, and I think I was in Middleothian. Is this a dream? No, no, it what? was. It was. I, I was oh, working. I was okay. in Midlothian. I was like, what? <laughs> so I had this dream. <laughs> no, no, this was real life. We were we were surveying out in Midlothian, and it was kind of at the beginning of fall. So things were already starting to die and, and or lignify, and the leaves were falling off, yeah. and grass was drying up. But I was walking along, and and we were kind of along the edge of a highway. So we we're walking along, and there was an embankment. And you could very clearly see that the grass up on top of the embankment, closest to the road, was the driest. And as you went down, there was a very clear gradient of as it went down and down and down, it got greener and greener and greener until you got to the bottom and it was like positively lush. Yeah. Because all the water would drain off and it would settle down there at the bottom. And I was thinking about that and it hit me like, that's, that's kind of a really good illustration for pride and humility. Because pride always 
sends men up. Like it, it elevates yourself. So if if you were to see that embank- embankment as a prideful man, you'd want to go up to the top of it. Yeah. Because you're wanting to elevate yourself. And humility would dictate, no, go to the bottom of the slope. This is a, this is a very oversimplification of what pride and humility is, but ambition will push you up and away from what's good. Because I, I think that's no coincidence that it says in Psalms that the good shepherd will lead us behind still waters and, and green pastures. Well, the surest place where you can find water, rivers and such, is at the bottom of a valley. Yeah. And green grass, of course, anywhere that you have water flowing, you're going to find life. And so, whether or not that's specifically talking about pride and humility, it's it leads into it greatly. You can pursue the route of pride and go up the mountain away from the calm waters and the green pasture or you can go down to it by uh, humbling yourself I think that that was interesting I can't I can't I can't add to that (laughs) Uh, so it was something you were looking at recently or just no I was just just walking along and it it hit me like that's because again I know I've said it like 10,000 times on the channel but there's so much going on in nature that means more than we could possibly imagine. Like it, yeah. it, it has much deeper meaning, uh, especially when you look at it through the lens of God's word, and then things start becoming more apparent. Again, I, I it's sort of like I'm, I'm walking through a city, and I'm on one of the major roads, like the inlet into that city, and I can look down the road and see that there's all sorts of side streets just going off of this main channel as far as I can see and then even past that and I'm only allowed to walk on like just the beginning of this main road and I can see that there the potential for all of these things coming together through wisdom is there but I can't I'm not allowed to walk on those other roads yet to, yeah. to chase them out to where they go um that's kind of what it feels like. It's like I I know even with the few things that God's allowed me to see, like there is so much more going on than meets the eye. Yeah. Well, that's actually nice. It's nice to like, I guess have like I don't know like a I don't know what you call it, a revelation or something noticing something new. Yeah. And even if you're not even thinking about it, and then just it just kind of blows up in your mind. So yeah. like I had that happen the other day. I can't remember at all what I was, what it was, what it was, but I was reading like I think it was Matthew twenty five thirty nine, and I read it and I reread it again. I was like, "There's something significant going on here." And then it was something that had already been brought up in my mind beforehand, before, but I kind of just threw it in the back, and mm-hmm. I, I guess it applied back to that verse. So then I started looking into that verse and the wording of it and all that, mm. and I was freaking out. But yeah, I can't remember at all. It's something to do with like the elect. But if know. it comes back to your mind, you ought to write it down. That, I mean, I could look at it and then understand it, but yeah, I don't have my Bible on me. That's nice. That's Good. Nice. I don't want to misquote something or, <laughs> or, or, or read a, a passage and say I completely messed it up. <laughs> we'll leave that for the pros. This reminds me. So, you know, back when you had COVID, mm-hmm. um, there was a, a fellowship we did where you weren't there because you had COVID. But I went to it, and it was at somebody's house. And they had, like a basketball court and all that. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah, yeah, and they had a basketball <laughs> court, so some of the people were playing basketball. They grilled, and yeah, it was the last time John the Colvins were there before oh, they left. That's right. But uh, now I was talking to Craig and Tara, I guess, early on. You know, I ran into them, uh, kind of chatting with them, and they were mis- mentioning, like, it was right when they started listening to the podcast, or Tara did, and Craig was telling me that Tara was, like, laughing at one of our episodes, something that was said. And I was like, okay. And uh, I brought up the fact that you weren't, like, we haven't recorded in a while, which is a very common theme now. Yeah. Because you were out. I was like, oh, yeah, we haven't recorded <laughs> in, like, two weeks because you were yeah. sick. And, and they said something to me that haunts me to this day. Because I don't understand what it means, even though I understand what it means. What's that? They said, they said, oh, well, y'all are going to have plenty to talk about when David comes back. And that struck me. I was like, what are they referencing here? I was like, did something happen in politics that I haven't looked at? Like, is there something I should know that I don't know to talk about? I was like, what are they referencing? Because I don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe they were talking about. Like, I was like, I was like, I you, would have plenty to say about. It's like, what COVID do you think goes on in like in the day in a <laughs> natural person's life? I'm not out there. I'm not James Bond doing these missions. You're like, not? I'm not. What? <laughs> I was like, what am I? I didn't know what to say to. Her. I was like, yeah. So I guess <laughs> I right, walked dude. off. I was like, I have no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> and then it comes back to this when we never have topics. Yeah, we we sure do have plenty to say. That will haunt me the rest of my days. <laughs> We gotta put that on, on like an inspirational poster and like hang that up. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you uh did you draw names or anything for Christmas, or did y'all just get presents for everybody? We just got gifts for uh, everybody in the house since it's like you'd be getting three gifts. Yeah. Um, so we're just doing immediate family. We just did that. Nice. If we ever do the big family, like we used to have all the. The cousins and aunts and uncles come together, meet at my grandmother's house for uh, Christmas Eve, and we used to give gifts real big then. But it's been a while. Even even when they would still come in, we we drifted away from giving gifts because it's just so expensive to get something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. We used to do that. Um, we still do stuff on like Christmas Eve. We usually try and have the majority of the family or who can make it, and then Christmas is with direct family. But right. yeah, so. I really enjoy Christmas time. I, I think it's it has taken a very um, what do you call it? It's a capitalistic turn where it, it has been used as a venue for pushing sales and like oh, oh yeah, yeah get yeah. these really nice gifts and then yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the presents idea. Like I, I still do it, but I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing it. You know what I mean? I well, I get it. I yeah. it's very useful for like younger children. I get mm-hmm. that just like on birthdays. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. Because I feel like... I This has came to my attention recently. Like, growing up, I never knew about this. I just thought everybody was on the same page. But there are people who actually don't like Christmas. They right. think it goes against God or, or something. So I, I need to look into it. But it's like, they bring up decent topics. But it's like, I can't explain those topics. Like, they talk about, like, idolat- or idolizing and all that. But, I don't know, I need to look into it. I mean, I think Cause there are can very there are easily, aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, that. it can become a bad thing. I don't think it's inherently bad. Yeah, but just sort of like the the capitalistic bent, almost everybody treats it just as a, a regular. Yeah, you know, holiday. A basic holiday. Like even what Thanksgiving isn't really a religious holiday, I would say, but yet it can be used as a religious holiday. Right. 
so I don't see any, I don't see anything negative about it. So right. I don't know. Yeah, not inherently evil, but it it can be uh, become an idol essentially. Yeah, you know, because there's people that focus on the gifts, like I yeah. want, I want, I want. Um, but I I have enjoyed, I guess you could say, the gift giving. I, I agree that it, it becomes a hassle at a certain point, and I, I don't like to dwell on that. But it has been a help to me because I'm not a terribly thoughtful person. I've noticed that all throughout my life. Like I, you know, yeah. I don't think about people as I should. And so when it comes around to these big holidays and, and birthdays and things, it kind of forces me to be thoughtful about somebody. Like I want to get them a gift that they will enjoy, that they'll use, and usually something practical. Because, you know, gag gifts are fun, but they usually get put on the shelf or put in a box yeah. and never seen again. And so it's hard, but it, it does force me into that mold. Like, I've got to do that, even yeah. though it's against my nature. So I'm appreciative of the season for that, at least. But I would rather, I don't know, I haven't done this, but I would rather, instead of doing presents specifically, like, on Christmas, just sporadically get that person something something that they're in need of or yeah something like that like throughout the year i don't know i think that's kind of what we're supposed to do anyway <laughs> well it doesn't have to be their birthday just yeah you know yeah just when oh i think this person would really like this right moment right time yeah. so no i think there's nothing wrong with that but i don't know christmas just kind of forces that onto people <laughs> yeah i don't know but it has helped me quite a bit um, one with being more thoughtful and also uh, dwelling more on the giving than the getting. Because, you know, when you're a kid, that's yeah. all you look forward to is presents. Um, but I think that's where it starts to turn away from becoming such an idol to people. It's like, okay, you want to do the best you can for these people, at least in terms of giving them something that they might enjoy. Yeah. And that becomes the joy of, of what you're doing. I don't know. As long as you don't focus on that exclusively. Oh, I, I don't even about. give people a gift. I just receive. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. This is all about bring me. more. Bring <laughs> more. <laughs> the neighbors come in. Oh, we got a present for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I expected it all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I have a lot more stuff to look at, like the research. Yeah. So. Christmas is interesting. It's got an interesting history. Um. Do, do I even remember the history of it? Some say it's pagan. Who knows? The original holiday was pagan, and it got uh, overlapped by the Christian tradition, so it kind of nullified the pagan origin. Yeah. There's a few holidays like that. So, I think the original holiday was celebrating, celebrating the rebirth of Invictus Sol, which was a Roman deity. Um, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that was actually kind of an interesting thing because a lot of the pagan holidays got overwritten by the Christian as a way of kind of taking them out of influence. Yeah. And so even though they had pagan origins, like there's no pagan tradition left in them. So they were effectively neutralized. Yeah. Um, I, And that's there's a lot of people that are very well-meaning that they'll look at that and they'll go, okay, I'm, I'm going to shun the entire holiday because of its origin. I don't think that's... No, I don't even do that. Yeah, because... Because you have the the thing, like, the uh, genetic fallacy. Yeah, it's... Just because it started out as something yeah, negative exactly. doesn't mean it hasn't evolved. So then you have to look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So... 
Yeah, it's a, it's a it's not a valid argument on those people's points or on their uh, on their part because they're not looking at it appropriately. So you're correct. So you mm-hmm. got to look at it for what it is currently. Because even if something again had a really good origin, but its current status is not glorifying God, it's like you got to you got yeah. Even if it started out as a good and then yeah. went bad, then yeah, you have to look away. Mm-hmm. So, but. I think history is important because sometimes stuff like that started out good, went bad, and it can be brought back to its original status. Yeah. Um, so you have to know where it came from, where it's been, and what it's doing currently. Yeah, I guess so. You know, as I realize as time goes on, or more recently, I feel like me and you, like early and early, like we've known each other for what, almost 10 years now? Yeah, it's been a long time. We're on nine years, I think. Mm-hmm. Because we met in, what, 2011, 20, 20, 2012? Yeah, it must have been. No, we met in 2012. 2012, yeah. So, yeah, we're on, like, nine years now. And, like, the first three-fourths of our friendship and knowing each other, like, the last six or seven years, me and you have always, like, I guess seen eye-to-eye on most things. But then as we get... It, it, I guess we see eye-to-eye on things that, in the end, don't really have a whole lot of significance like, I don't want to say politics don't <laughs> right. have significance. <laughs> right, but right. But theoretically, at the end of it, there is no such thing as politics. Like, in the end, there won't be politics, I guess. So, I don't know. How to, but it does affect people, I guess. Yeah. But as we look more into, like, me and you seem to disagree more on, like, things based on religion mm. rather than generalizations. Right. Which I find interesting, but I like that. No, it's good because I think that's kind of what's supposed to happen. Uh, it doesn't mean that everybody hunkers down in their own opinion yeah. uh, hole and, and they fight to the death for it. But th- there does seem to be whispers in Scripture of the fact that you know we're, we're called to love each brother even though we're not going to see eye to eye on yeah. every little thing. And that's what matters. Yeah. Um, so I, that I, it's, it's comforting to me to see that that is a thing that's happening. I don't think that we're ever in a disagreement on the major aspects of christian faith yeah it's like the subtleties which everybody are gonna have problems with yeah man it's very interesting i like but, it yeah i do too i think it's so, it's a good observance it is what it is all right that's it so yeah. next week on uh, christian boxing <laughs> <laughs> you versus who would you verse not me i don't know i don't, don't want to fight anybody you're the one who brought it up you versus maybe we can watch some other people duke it out. That's, oh yeah, we gotta get. We'll be the uh, sign up sheet. Yeah, we'll be the, <laughs> the announcers. Yeah, <laughs> we have the mics for it. <laughs> and fighting over the dominant eschatology. <laughs> that would be cool to, to get a group of people. <laughs> no, no, oh, that would, that would be, be sick. Get a variety of people based off of different topics, and they discuss those topics while fighting in an arena. <laughs> while fighting, I don't know if you can do that. Well, it would be interesting to have, like, to, to pit people against each other. I like a debate. Like, if you had people come together in an open forum in a physical setting, because there's lots of online forums and whatnot. I don't yeah. think that's a very good form of discourse. But almost always getting people together in the same room and, and having a genuine discussion over issues will have some benefit, at least. Yeah. Might not change the minds of either of those two, but at least you further both. It's a formal debate. Yeah. Just getting the information out. 
But like it is interesting because I think the biggest benefit is for the debaters when it comes down to that because they're introduced to ideas that they've never encountered before that they have to counter in their own way. They might not have that counter when they you know, yeah. are exposed to it, but that uh, lets them go forward into their own research and try and figure out, okay, well, they attacked it from this angle. I've never explored that. Let's see what Scripture says or whatever. Yeah. It's incredibly useful, though. But I think more discourse is actually important if, if everybody coming together is of a sound mind. Because in the modern political sense, there's so much where, yeah, we have all these debates, but you're not coming to it with the understanding that, you know, we're, we're going to butt heads on these, but for the furthering of our field. Uh, you know, political debates and screaming at each other, and then both sides think that they've won. Yeah. It's, discourse and debate, it's not about who's winning so much as it is about furthering both causes or yeah. or trying to expose ultimate truth. So it's we never been a bad thing. In fact, you know, all throughout uh, Christian history, uh, there has been people, you know, they've, they've discovered, okay, we can get the Bible in our own language, and there's a faction that's against that. But in, in them butting heads a lot, then the, the faction that ultimately is harboring ultimate truth will win out. So, you know, you had the... The Catholic Church that said, "No, you can. We can only have Scripture in Latin, and we get to control it, and we get to tell you what it says." And then you had, you know, Reformation come in. So, like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> no more. Good old Martin Luther. <laughs> we could always go back, dude. I, I recently I have found that I am generally learning to. I'm looking more and more into every religion. Mm-hmm. Which, in some aspects, is incredibly boring. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Like, super boring. But then other of them are very fascinating. But still. Uh. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, yeah. It's cool to see... I'm not sure if it's cool, but it it is fascinated me to see how many times that there are things in other religions that seem shockingly similar to, to um, concepts in Christianity. Yeah. Where it's like that that is shockingly similar um, and i I think it's true as as many people have said, there are shreds and and shards of truth in everything, and that's what makes the lies of other religions so palatable, yeah. is because they have a little bit of truth in them, so you, you've already got the taste for that, and so it makes it more palatable Easy. yeah um, but when you're talking about religion. It's not. It's not good to be chasing a, a chunk of truth. You should be chasing ultimate truth, and yeah. I think that's what Bible, the Bible, and Christianity ultimately represent. Yeah. So, and it's uh, very nice. Yeah, I, I was getting on a tangent last week, um, and I don't know what with a coworker. No, no, no. It was. I was just thinking. Uh, oh, okay. About something, I was refreshing my memory on the plains of Elysium, which was the Greek conception of the afterlife. So when that first started in their literature, it was essentially a place in the West where all of the the Greek gods would retire to at some point to live out the rest of their life. And Elysium was this very prosperous and perfect land, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and then as it went along in their literature. Uh, it kind of it got opened up so like well anybody who was righteous and the, the the gods chose and was honorable could end up going to Elysium but 
in in looking at that and refreshing my memory on it, it kind of piqued my interest that it it very clearly it was so important that it was in the West. I thought that's unusual, and then around that time I remembered well, the Garden of Eden was in the West in terms of what Genesis talked about yeah. and how he goes further east. Yeah, you go further goes, east as goes you go. East. And I started looking into other civilizations, ancient Chinese. They they always had the conception that the afterlife was towards the west, uh, and they would bury their dead with their heads facing west so that you could be pointed in the right direction to face the, the afterlife. Yeah. Um, and so I brought it to some of the the guys at the Wednesday night meal because yeah. you've got the yeah, little yeah. intellectual table. The squad. So I'm like, guys, you got to help me with this. What's going on? And uh, Caleb Miller, he put out something which I had not thought about but a lot of civilizations thought of the west as a very sacred place because of what the sun did you know it rises in the east and sets in the west and they always they, they didn't have science as we do yeah. we know that the sun orbits but they saw it as the sun which is this mighty and powerful thing is reborn every morning and it dies as it goes to the west and, and sets and so they saw the west as this place of of death, essentially. Yeah, it's where so you go. You go to the west when you die, just like the sun goes to the west when it dies. Uh, and then rebirth is from the east. And so it's kind of a... I, I had not thought about that, but it makes a lot of sense. And then in its symbolism in the the Bible, which is kind of what I was seeking for, without yeah. knowing very much at all about yeah. ancient uh, history, uh, Alex Johnson piped in and said, you know, the Bible... And, and even uh, Israel's history was not written in a cultural vacuum, which means that there was a lot of influence from other cultures and that far from being its own little vacuum of ideas, which God was just pumping in. It was just like a, pure in, a mix of... Yeah. God was using everything. ideas that were in the culture to push forward this idea which would have been highly symbolic to the people that were receiving it thus the Israelites yeah like they would have known what the West meant in that regard um, and I had never thought about that before that all along you know God's been using aspects from other things you know even when Christ was on the earth and, and talking to people he used examples that people would have been familiar with yeah he didn't go and, and say things that we know you know from science yeah uh, and, and understanding more about this and that, he didn't use any of that. He used what they knew at the time to be very effective in teaching them concepts. Yeah. It's like, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he could have gone on about germs when the, the Pharisees said, well, why don't you wash your hands? He could have, you know, done something really cool with talking he, about he germs. He just says germs, and he and walks like, away. <laughs> levels the place. <laughs> just vanishes. <laughs> knowledge is too much for them. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I mean, even even Scripture itself is pretty much, it's pretty dumbed down just for us. Yeah, Because yeah. you can't actually comprehend a, a lot of things. I mean, you got to understand some things, but mm-hmm. like even how I brought up the, the word before is just the word eternal. You can't actually comprehend it fully. Right. You can get the beginning of it, but... You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't see the end. You can't actually fully understand it, just like you can't fully understand God. Yeah. So, or can we understand the fourth dimension? He, he gives enough for you to kind of get the baby steps, I guess. Yeah. So, no, you're right, because there, people often will 
claim that Christians rely on blind faith, and that's not the the truth. We rely on faith, but it's not blind because we are given things that we can understand and things that we can see. Yeah, and even some tangible evidences, both in the uh, spiritual realities that we face every day, and plus we're given eyes to see things in a different light. Um, Unless you're but, blind, you know. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to bring that. Up. <laughs> But, you know, we we do not go through blind faith the same as others do. You know, yeah. The Mormons being a great example because they just have to trust that those golden tablets that were so wonderfully recovered, you know, I don't have well, them the, anymore. The Mormon religion <laughs> is so interesting. Like, it's both boring and interesting at the same time. Like, it's starting <laughs> it's to come back to me now, but it's like, you know, you, you do, do you know that they think they become gods at the end of life? Really? Yeah, it's like it's like when you die, you basically go to heaven and you become your own god, and you have and a goddess, and then you become what Jesus was, <laughs> is you become a god of another planet, and all those humans will eventually die and become their own god. It's like a circle uh, of, it's like, that's not even the worst of it, but still. Uh, <laughs> that's weird. That's not the worst of it, but yeah, I don't know, that's weird. One, one more thing is they think that that Jesus Christ was a man and then ascended to God, like a God status. Oh, yeah, That yeah. he was a man, originally yeah. a man, but and then, then became God. Not that he was God at first, and then, then, like, he originally started out as flesh. That's so, fascinating. So that's kind of where they get the idea of them becoming gods in the future. Right. I also think pretty much everybody goes to heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's an open... Right. What about the like other the stuff in the Bible? You know? <laughs> what about the other stuff in the Bible? Is that just... It's to throw us off course? Mumbo jumbo. Uh, <laughs> useless. Fake news. <laughs> We've got these tablets over here. we got the Book of Mormon, my friend. Oh, so fun. Mm. You know but that? that is interesting because they do believe, from what I remember, they believe that the Book of Mormon and also the Bible are both divinely inspired, but yeah. they're also mutually exclusive on certain points. Yeah. And so it's like, okay... If you believe they're both divinely inspired and yet they don't correspond with what they teach, then they can't both be divinely inspired. Yeah. One is false and one is true. So which one is it? They probably they probably twist certain things to say, oh, this means that, to lean it more towards their religion. Oh, yeah, they, religion. they but, do, for certain. Yeah. But that is an interesting dualistic principle that they have to just trust that, oh, yeah, both of these, they, they must coincide even though they don't yeah it's very weird and, and you know again uh, remembering what Alex Johnson was talking about he, he talked to his Mormon buddies about that and they couldn't answer him because it, it's a trap really they, they were just parroting what they had been told but yeah I mean you gotta look at it you gotta you gotta understand this for yourself and you can't go back in the Book of Mormon and study the original text i.e. the tablets because yeah. they don't have them but you can go they, back and study the original. That's what I need to look at. What did they say happened in the tablets? I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't he, know. He, Joseph Smith wasn't allowed to let it get harmed at all. Yeah. And yet, like, why even are they when not he, here? Like, even in his story, when he originally discovered them and he was like, the angels showed him where to go, he dug them up or whatever, and he couldn't scratch them. Otherwise, it defiled or like yep. messed with the, the laws. That's why when he got attacked, three different scenarios getting attacked, he never let them hit the ground. Hmm. Which is insane that you would carry these metal plates, yep. get attacked by another man, Not your same size, 
and went one v one with one hand and still not drop these <laughs> pa- like plates of metal or something or gold pieces. I think it was what we were saying. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. So it's like if you lost what like if you lost the tablets, they, they kind of touch the ground or get scratched or like, something. What's even the- if you lost them, like you don't, then you don't have the proof. I thought you would have kept them and like sealed and like, you know, yeah, laminated. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't know. I don't know what happened to those tablets. I need to look at that. I'm not sure they know either. <laughs> There's an but, issue. But yeah, that's a, that's a, big a plot issue. hole. That's a big plot it's hole. It's like okay, you that the entire basis for Mormonism hinges on those things, and they do not have them. Yeah, I don't. I'm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's what sets their word apart from the word of God. Yeah. So it's like you can claim having a vision or a dream all day long. Or, and ver- he might, and Joseph Smith might have had a dream. But we know that Satan walks around masquerading as an angel of light. So it could have been Satan himself deceiving yeah. him into that. Yeah, yeah. even in the story, they didn't, he didn't say it was God. He said it was like a messenger of God. Like, so basically, mm. so it sounded like, okay, an angel is yeah. what you're referencing. So, yeah. So we we don't know what's up with that, uh, and they might not either. They just say they do. Blinded by the light. <laughs> that was a great conversation last night. Mm. Blind people. Yes. It's a great conversation. <laughs> no offense if you're blind. Yeah. I'm actually slightly jealous of you, but it would be really fun to be blind. That was kind of like the core of our. <laughs> Are talking yet? The advantages you would have in yeah, life. Man. Oh, somebody blind me. <laughs> Let's get the bleach. <laughs> get the acid, whatever we need. Mm-hmm. Blind me. So, or or if you want to take the, I don't know the verse, but the one where it says like you know if your eye causes you to stumble, cut it out. Cut it out. If you want to take it literal, let's all stab our di- eyes out. Yeah, that's uh, that's group not gathering at all what it's tomorrow about. night at the McDonald's. <laughs> Why the McDonald's? Bring your own knife. <laughs> We're going blind. <laughs> this is not uh, sponsored, so we're not encouraging <laughs> yeah, this. McDonald's, uh, they're the big sponsor of this event. They were so happy when we contacted them. For every eye you turn in, you get five nuggets. Mm. So you could have a total of ten nuggets if you came out yeah. of there. And then if everybody's blind, you could secretly steal other people's nuggets and then not know about it. I could steal your nuggets back. I'm too good. I'm Where too good. My I'm one go? of the I'm one of the special ones with the echo location. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. You've been working on that so long. Yep. I don't know how you would begin to work on that. They would be all in the ears. Hey, yeah, it would have to be if it was sonar. It would it'd be all in the ears based off of sound waves. We don't have any other organs that would help us with that. Maybe your kidneys, but who knows? My kidneys are tingling. <laughs> Basically, so. Um. Yeah. Anything else? I can't think of anything that would be pertinent. Any topics? Any laffy taffy jokes? Oh, let's see what we got here. I might have ruined one of them. So we got. Is it under the wrapper? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how is a bad joke like a broken pencil? I know the answer to that because I read mine. But <laughs> you have the same one. Yeah, we have the same jokes. <laughs> they have no point. That's fact. That's that's lame. <laughs> that's a laffy j- taffy joke. What do you expect? I, I don't know. Not I'm, ten out of I'm ten. Constantly disappointed by laffy taffy jokes. Hey man, if you want some jokes, some humor, I'll show you my dark humor page oh, again. Not that thing. I've man. added to the list. 
You There's a lot more good quality stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, it's gone up in quality. And darker in humor. Exactly. I see. That's, um, I'm glad you're so committed to that. You know, the only people who have ever seen that list is you and Nathan. <laughs> Nobody has ever seen that list other than you and Nathan. <laughs> it's highly secretive. Well, I, I feel like people might look at me in a different perspective once I mean, they see that it list. It is a wonderful ministry opportunity. You know? <laughs> hey, have you seen this? It's Trey's updated dark... <laughs> Dark joke playlist. <laughs> it's got it's, these okay. Jokes I will say that the positive light of it, it has a few good pickup lines. Oh, oh, those are always handy. So if you need some pickup lines, and you want to <laughs> do it really badly, come to me. Otherwise, you probably have a better chance doing it, winging it. When I was younger, I was overly enamored with pickup lines, just because I thought there's nothing smoother than a good pickup line. Dude, ah. Uh. I would love... I've changed my ways, of course. Just, uh, <laughs> you've gone to the dark side, Anakin. Ah, uh, that's how... That's, that, I, I want to do that. One day I want to go up to a girl and give one of the, like, the cheesiest, stupidest pickup lines to see if it works. Just to see. <laughs> it's like, it works, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm rejecting you. I just wanted to see if it works. Bye-bye. I wouldn't do that. That would be terrible. It'd be a waste. Because it has to be genuine. So you yeah. can't let the person know, oh, I'm going to test this out on you, because then it's completely biased yeah, on whether or not what they do. So it has to be completely genuine and spontaneous. Spontaneous ones probably impress me the most. Like, it could be somebody you know. You just can't let them know you're going to do it. You just do it. Did let I told off. you about that one time. That you know, I when you were at the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You told me in a bean. Yeah, did I? You did, I you, said it on the podcast, didn't I? Or did I not? No, no. We were in the car. Were we? No. We, we, were so, we might have been here. Just we weren't. We weren't recording air. it, no. <laughs> you want to mention it? <laughs> I don't know if I want to or not. It wasn't bad, but... Okay, so I was at a wedding a long time ago for one of my best friends. And while we were there, it was the night of the wedding. And in that rush, trying to get everything ready before the, the main ceremony, there was a lot of stuff that we had left at the cars. And with this specific venue, the the wedding ceremony location and the parking lot were very far apart. And so they had these valets that had golf carts, so they'd ferry you back and forth between the main venue and the parking lot in case you forgot something or had to go home. And so I was the runner, so like we forgot our socks, go get the socks with the, the car, so they'd send me. And every time, there was this one really cute girl that was driving this one particular cart, so I'd always hop in that one. And it got to the point where they were sending me like four or five times, and every time... I'd hop in, she'd say, well, what did they forget this time? What did you forget? And I'd have to tell her, and we'd drive back and chat. So the very last time, you know, there was nothing else that had to be gotten, but I very nearly just went and hopped in the golf cart, and when she would obviously ask, what did you forget this time, I'd say, your number. So that's <laughs> like one it, of the most basic, been... cheesiest pickup lines. Yeah, but it, it, at the time, that would have hit so hard. <laughs> And I didn't do it. I I did not do it. You should have done it, though. Next time that happens, just do it. (laughs) I'm not... I've I've moved away from pickup lines. You gotta do that. Like, the advantage on that. That would have been so... That would have been a great story, too. Yeah, to tell my great-grandchildren. Exactly. They're like, oh, what's a golf cart? (laughs) We got our hoverboards over here. (laughs) Your old grandpa... You smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, kids. 
You probably will smell bad when you're older. I probably will. Yeah. I'll be proud. <laughs> Smoking your cigars. Yeah. Drinking bourbon whiskey. Bourbon whiskey. <laughs> no, I'm moving away from drinking at the moment. Ugh. You know, I haven't done another, uh, what is it, what was it, wine tasting? Oh, the whiskey tasting. <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> Bless you. Ugh. Better out than in, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard someone say that. Uh, I had this gym coach, and he used to always say, like, cool beans. Really? Yeah. Was he Bean's father? No. Oh, he could have been. Ironically, not. No, that stinks. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That was that was the same gym teacher that I mentioned a while back when I was playing dodgeball, and I won me alone against an entire other team. Mm-hmm. And I and he ended up buying me McDonald's. Oh, that's it's, right. That's the same coach. He would always say cool beans just all the right. time. Cool beans. That's a good coach. So never knew his name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know most people's <laughs> names, but still. Like, it was all a blur back in those days. I just remember. I don't even faces. know if that school still exists, to be honest. I know where it is. It's near GCA. Hmm. So. Yeah. You ought to go over there sometime. Just scout out the place. See Sc- if it exists. Scout out the place. Just, you know, drive by. Not, not too bad. <laughs> drive by. <laughs> you got the worst wording right there. Man. That's true. Now, don't read too deeply into that. Uh, well, yeah, that's. I don't know what else to say. Ugh. Neither of us knew what to say today. It was just it was we, we, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably be, you know, we'll, we'll uh, rubber band back into action by next week because this was the first time in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. No, it's been three weeks. Yeah. It does not feel like it. And if we had skipped today, it would have been a month. Dang. Hey, and just say this: it's not for a lack of trying. We have tried. Yeah, we, we tried. We a have lot. tried multiple times to record. Something always came up. Either we I know last week you were schedule. like busy. Yeah. All all day. Mm-hmm. That was a weird one. So, and then still good. Was one of the days that I was just feeling terrible. That was an extra day. Like, yeah. I think we wanted to record on Monday, and then you That's were, right. you were tired. But yeah, you did the uh, what is it? Last Sunday while you were busy, you were doing the uh, the meeting thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I that was again something I hadn't thought about because we hadn't done it. No, in the, the last timing two weeks. was the timing was like terrible because. We both had lunch, and then I met with Noah, mm-hmm. and then after I got with, Dun- with Noah, you were then busy going to the meeting, so it's like, yep. there was no window of opportunity for us, unless we did another early morning yeah, session, yeah, which we done that, is but... awful. <laughs> Those are deadly. <laughs> We've only ever done one. Yeah. So. Nice. I'm not keen to do another, unless it's necessary. So. I mean, they're, they're fun. Like yeah. They're we'll do like a, we'll do one when it's still dark out. Oh, we'll do the uh, the biphasic sleep podcast. When we wake up in the middle, we'll do that podcast. That would be perfect. That would that yeah. would ironically worked out like perfect. From what I remember reading about that, like you're more mentally capable during that hour. So it's like so. What do you? What would we do? We would study a bunch of different topics. Yeah. Take our half like first session sleep. first sleep, wake up. Do the podcast. Do a few drugs and pop. Just <laughs> steroids. Do it's time. <laughs> do something. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually interesting. When when is um New Year's Eve? What day is that? Uh, is that, is that next? Is that also a Friday? Because I know this Friday is no, no Saturday is Christmas. So is New Year's Eve the same as Christmas Eve? Is it New Year's Eve is 
Because Friday is Christmas yes, Eve. Yes, Friday. So New Year's is a Saturday. I think Next we're... Saturday, not this Aren't people one. doing something for it? We could try and... Something's uh, going on with the church. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Depending on how it works out, we could possibly do something with a lot of people. <laughs> we'll have to start planning it. We'll, we'll find out what we it is. we just bring it. Yeah. You just wing it. Dude, you ought to bring the setup to I, one of the fellowship sometime. And I would be so down. That'd be really but it would fun. be incredibly loud. Oh, yeah. So we'd have to find some like, little... Well, it depends. If we did it at the church like we've been doing the past few weeks, it wouldn't be as bad because right. a lot of people go in the gym. But if we did it at like, someone's house, it would be... Yeah. If it was I don't like think it would be possible, to be thing, honest. That would be... Yeah. No, if it was... Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we have some very loud fellowship. What Craig's doing at his house, right? Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve. So I don't even think that's that's probably not possible. Yeah, I um, like being with the people at those, but I don't like how loud it gets because I can't talk, I can't hear. That's, yep. that's more of what it is. That's why you go outside, man? Even though it's cold, that's okay. You know, the very first fellowship, I think, yeah, the first fellowship I went to at Craig's house, it was so cold. I, in the house or outside? No, outside. So okay. the house was like blistering hot because all the bodies milling about. Yeah. And so he had his little fireplace thing going out front. Yeah. And so me and a couple of the guys just sat out there dying of the chill. But it was, I had the best time I had had in a long time. Yeah. That's how it worked sometimes. But, yeah. And I got to say, I'm so glad that you joined the church. Like, it's such a good Even place. Even though I'm... I'm... <laughs> I'm not really in it anymore, but yeah. Yes, you are. I'm more disconnected. Well, then but I'm reconnected. still there. <laughs> Reconnect. Ah, gotta have a few scouts. Scouting out the people now. Doing a drive-by on them. <laughs> I always do drive-bys. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna have another opportunity. Were you uh, Were you there to hear that we're gonna do another round of the assassins? Are we really? Yeah, but it's it's gonna be a, like a hyper round. So it's like two weeks from, long or something? Uh, December 26th till New Year. Whoa. Yeah. That's <laughs> going to be like super compact. Oh, but after last time, that one gun I bought pretty much broke. Right? Like, it's a hit or miss. Sometimes you, it, you press the button and it doesn't fire the other time it does. So I've it's got, like I've got a couple little ones. I don't know. I, I think I lost that really small one I have. Mm-hmm. But I still have one. The one with like that has six bullets. Okay. That's good. But that's... The, that's medium range it doesn't have the best of range but it's the only one i probably have i have to look for the small one i am down he didn't mention that in this morning did he i don't think so i don't think he mentioned it but um i was yeah i was really stressed out this morning so i didn't notice anything he said yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh they, they were just talking about it last night so i think they're gonna get it all together and they're going to give it out to people probably on christmas eve the service uh, the christmas yeah, eve before. service um, but they're going to have to jump on the ball real quick so that they can get the sign-ups going now. I am down. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for... for blood again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be sick. Oh, I'd love to do that. Unless... And then we can record in the car <laughs> doing <laughs> drive-bys. <laughs> the original plan. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> The original big plan we had, and then you died day one. <laughs> so then we threw it out the window. <laughs> Dude, they still, they hold that one time when we got Kieran in such high regard. Like, this is Dude, the Dude, th- that was the greatest kill of my life. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. Also, because that was the first time I'd ever been to that school. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the layout. I didn't know any of it. That was the greatest thing of my life. 
That was so good. And there were more people there than we thought. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah, but like when you finally oh. got her, like ten people from the group came out. Oh, it was so good. It was much rejoicing. I think what well, Joey was happy I got her because it wasn't yeah. Karen the one who got hurt him. <laughs> yeah, she. I was she like, was going crazy. Uh, with it. Like she, she, she was. She had to be focused. Go. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, it's she so good. Will be again. Like that's that will that will be a great memory right there. But it sounds like at least from what they were talking about that. What's going to happen is whoever wins each Assassin's game gets to plan the next one. So they probably come up with the rules you... and have to uh, okay. like set up. I will it... say this. like The rules have to be dimmed down. There's only like two rules. Like, like There should be pretty much no safety. Oh, right. Other yeah. than maybe church. Well, if we're doing it in like five days, there wouldn't be church. But like when we did it last time, it was like, oh, there were a lot of exemptions. Yeah, no. From categories, like if people went on a date, I was like, "That's yeah, that, uh, you still you're still playing the game. It's just going on a date, so you better be watching out." Like, that's right. There's no rules. Put your back to the wall. You watch know what the I, entrances? Oh, you know what I would love to do? There's there's this app, and I use it for work just so we know where everybody is. Like it's a a, a tracker thing. So if like we split up in the crews, we know oh this person's in Rowlett, this person's over at Rockwall doing these lines. Yep. If we did that. And we all so we all got the same app, and we all signed in our our, oh, no, our accounts. We could funny. track each other. <laughs> I'm just saying. First off, it, that act that actually might door. be necessary for the hyper. That 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 would be so good if you could. If we only had like what five days to track down, we had 22 people last time. Let's yeah. say an average of 20 people in this five day span. You gotta have the ability to literally track. Right, because then you could see like when your assassin is coming to get you. Yeah. So then unless you, you just hide. don't check it. Yeah, yeah. I would have it like I'd get the always glass on. <laughs> and I'd have it up in the corner. Well, all you the time. you should get one of those like uh, those little eyeglasses, but they only put on one eye, mm-hmm. so it always you shows the location of everybody around you within a three mile radius. Like Shawn Michael is coming. Shawn Michael, <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Ah, <laughs> oh, that I did not hear about that. They must have said that after I left. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I guess you did. You leave like right after we started doing the white elephant. Yeah, you were doing it, and I kind of went to the bathroom and bailed. And yeah, like, so where did Trey go? Home. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, funny. I'm down. Yeah, me too. We'll, we'll have to That'd see be if they sick. get through with it. So, I I guess we'll call it quits. I need to leave soon. That's right. Yeah, don't so wanna, don't want to hold you up. But. Don't want to hold you up either. What? From sleeping. Yeah, we'll be sleeping. Big sleep. <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, any last words, David? Bowing! Nice. <laughs> he did a few lines of cocaine before he came here. Just a, just a couple, you know. Just a just, few. That's a, that's a regular Was it Bill who was talking about cocaine earlier, or was that... That was Bill, right? I don't know. Who was talking about cocaine? <laughs> no, no. Was it Bill or Craig? Somebody was it talking about... It must have been Craig. I think Craig... I don't know. Uh, no, it was Bill, because he was talking <laughs> about the high of Christmas... Oh, oh, yeah. Like, inject yourself each day to get that high. Like, do, <laughs> yeah, another, yeah, do another line. Yeah. Oh, classic. Oh, he was talking about Love it. <laughs> Christmas and cocaine. I mean, that's <laughs> inseparable. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. All right. Cool. Thanks for uh, listening, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Yep. Yeah, see ya. Peace. <laughs>